0: Hey folks, it's the Buckeye Blitz. I'm Tito Jeff Fedoff. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is on FanStream Sports, powered by DSP Media. Uh, you can follow me on X, is what they're calling it now. At <laughs> that happens, uh, got a lot to get into today. We are um, 25 days until Ohio State takes on Indiana. 18 days to the start of the 2023 college football season. And uh, first thing we get into is the college football coaches poll came out and. Uh, Georgia, no surprise, number one. uh, They garnered 61 of the 66 possible first-place votes. Michigan was second in the rankings. uh, Alabama third. They got four of the first-place votes that were available. And Ohio State fourth. They got the last remaining one. That's your top four right now. Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Ohio State, followed by LSU, Southern Cal, Penn State, Florida State, Clemson, Tennessee. That rounds out the top ten. And then going further down the list, Washington is number 11, uh, Texas 12, Notre Dame 13. Uh, followed by Utah, Oregon, Texas Christian, Kansas State, Oregon State, Oklahoma, North Carolina around the top twenty, and then Wisconsin, Ole Miss, Tulane, Texas Tech, and Texas A&M make the top twenty-five. Um, Iowa just outside that uh, number. Uh, they were the twenty-sixth team, so another Big Ten team in there. But you look at it, you got uh, the teams on Ohio, Ohio State schedule, Big Ten teams also. I mean, you got Wisconsin in there, uh, Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State, Iowa just on the outside looking in future Big Ten schools, including Southern California and uh, and Washington on that list as well. Oregon um, in there also. So anyway, so that's the college football poll that came out, the coaches poll that was released um, on Monday, it would have been, I guess, on August 7th. And so uh, I want to talk now about the realignment within college football and what's happened. So uh, it came out last week. We already knew USC and UCLA were coming over to the Big Ten starting in the 2024 season. Uh, The there was a, a long time to for the uh, Big Ten schedule makers. Uh, the Big Ten office come out with the schedule for 2024, and they actually came out with one for 24 and then 25, what you could expect as far as the opponents for each team. They had these protected rivalries where Iowa had three of them. Penn State had zero. Uh, Ohio State just had the one with uh, Michigan. And so they spent all this time putting this together for the uh, 16-team Big Ten. It's going to come out in 2024. Now Oregon and Washington have joined the Big Ten for 20. 20- Twenty-four as well. So now you've got an 18-team conference. Um, still looks like no divisions. Looks like top two teams playing the championship. They have not figured out a schedule yet because it just came down on Friday. So you've got four schools out west with Oregon, Washington, USC, and UCLA joining in with the Big Ten. And now if you look at the uh, geographically, the east to west where it goes, on the east when you got, you know Rutgers and Maryland out there, on the west with the four schools I just mentioned. So um, big time change. In the way college football is doing things. In addition to all that, on a secondary note, um, you know Colorado is bolting the Pac-12 t- uh, PAC at the time for the uh, the Big 12, and you got uh, now Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah also joining that in 2024, leaving four teams in the Pac-12 as of right now. The Pac-4, four, the four pack, whatever you want to call it, with um, Oregon State, Washington State, Stanford, and Cal. We'll see what happens. To all of that, but. College football is obviously undergoing a big change, and this is the last year. I mean, the Pac-12 is going to dissolve. There's no other way about it. And um, you know, there's still some schools that are scrambling. The media rights deals that are going on—that's what's making all of these things happen. Because the Pac-12's commissioner, the media rights deal he presented included almost all streaming on Apple and they could make 23 million dollars a school to start off the payment subscriptions they got it could be up closer to 50 million which would put them in line with what like the Big 12 schools are getting and Pac 12 teams were like that's too much of a risk so that's why Oregon and Washington got out they come into the Big 10 not as a full revenue member yet there's all their sports will be there just like USC and UCLA will be in 2024 but they're coming in they're not getting full shares of the media rights yet and that again that's what's driving all of this the money on these things florida state uh, is a school that is um, wanting to get out of the acc it sounds like unless the acc bows down and gives them they they believe and maybe rightfully so that they deserve a, a bigger chunk of the revenue of the revenue that the media revenue is brought in because they think that they bring in if their football program has uh, more pull than say virginia's does um, in the uh, ACC, more poll than the rest of the ACC. I think they should get a bigger percentage of that uh, because of how much more, how much they bring to the table compared to some other schools in the ACC, like uh, Syracuse, for instance, or something like that. It's a valid argument, but they also look at the fact that if things stay as they are, they'll probably make about $30 million less per year, Florida State will, on the on the media deal, than the Big Ten schools are making. So think about that. Northwestern will make $30 million Dollars more to pump into the athletic program than Florida State will. And when I say athletic program, I know a lot of it's football, but uh, some of these schools they fund other sports. Ohio State certainly, the Buckeyes absolutely fund um, the, the football team and men's basketball team fund so many sports uh, that are on the uh, uh, that are part of Ohio State athletics. So Florida State's complaining about that. They're trying to get out of their their deal with the ACC without having to pay a penalty. They're trying to find a way to do that. They've got they've had lawyers working on this for a year. They want to have options where to go. STC, I'm sure, would love to have them. There's been talk the Big Ten might go after Florida State. That would be interesting. Um, but when you start getting to a 20-team conference, and Notre Dame's still waiting, you know they still say they can survive independent. I don't think it will last more than a few more years before Notre Dame will have to join a conference. But a 20 team conference would just be massive and there are different things that happen in that you know when the big 10 was truly 10 teams you could play a nine game conference schedule and play everybody and that would be at least fair for the most part right because everyone plays the same schedule granted sometimes home away you know don't know when injuries are going to hit that'd be fair and equitable and you determine your big 10 champion that way that's the way it used to be then when they go to the divisions Uh, there's been a lot of years where Michigan and Penn State have been the second and third best team in the Big Ten, but because they're on the same side as Ohio State, they didn't get to go to the Big Ten championship. And the Western team would get to go. It was a much lesser team, which is why the East dominates and has dominated the Big Ten championship game in Indianapolis every year in December. So it's inequitable there. And it's going to be further inequitable when you look at how they're going to do the schedule going forward. If they do have 18 teams, um, you know, it, some teams might play an easier schedule than others. And a team like Ohio State, Michigan, USC, they may play a tougher schedule because there'll be more eyeballs on their games. And although, you know, it, Ohio State, USC, Ohio State, Michigan, Ohio State, um, uh, Wisconsin is going to draw more eyeballs than, you know, Ohio State, Purdue, Ohio State, Indiana, Ohio State, Northwestern, just the way it is. And so the better team, same thing with Michigan, too. I'm not saying it's, it's, only for Ohio State. But the same thing happens there, where the better teams will probably have a tougher schedule than some of the, the weaker teams in the league. And so I like Ohio State gaining these four schools. I like Ohio State's, uh, the conference, I should say, gaining these four schools because it makes for potential for better matchups. There's still going to be an inequity when it comes to the lesser teams in there. There's still, Ohio State's still going to. Uh, win most of the time, if not all the time, against Indiana, Rutgers, Maryland. You know, uh, It's going to still have that. Same thing with Michigan. USC will run through those schools as well, depending on where they play uh, those games. But it's still going to be there in that regard. Right now, like Ohio State this year, they've got four games on their schedule that, to me, are at least concerning. And that's more than there usually are on the Ohio State schedule. This year, you've got at Notre Dame, uh, you've got at Wisconsin, you host Penn State, and at Michigan. That's four games right there where I'm I'm not 100% convinced Ohio State's going to win those games easily or win them at all, uh, a couple of those. In past years, you've had situations where um, there might be two games on the schedule you worry about with Ohio State. Uh, so I hope that these new teams coming in will add to that and we'll see better matchups there. I'm also very much looking forward to seeing some of these West Coast teams have to play in – in conditions in november in some of these midwest schools um the usc notre dame series is famous for the fact that whenever usc plays at notre dame it's in october in october because usc doesn't want to play in the cold and they don't want to have that game stage later in the season when, when notre dame plays at usc in their annual game that game uh when it's in california is later in the season like november is when they play that game that's where it's going to be played this year so I want to see. I can't wait to see like if USC is at Ohio State in November or at Penn State or if UCLA is you know at Michigan in November or in Madison, you know something like that. I, I want to see how these teams from the West Coast react um, when they get into those kinds of games because typically they don't have to play too many of those. Uh, but So Big Ten's sitting now at 18 teams. They may go to 20. I think that if I'm the Big Ten, the smart play is going to be to stay at 18, do not uh, make a move yet. Wait and see what happens with Florida State. Um, the, the ACC has reportedly has some interest in Stanford and Cal. That's fine. But if I'm the Big Ten, I wait for Notre Dame. And then when Notre Dame, if they ever come in or if they're ever on the brink of doing this, then add a, a 20th team at that point. But right now, there's not much need for it to push on to 20. There's not a lot of great schools out there that are that are readily available. Florida State would be fun. Carolina, North Carolina would be fun. To have them in Duke, maybe, um, maybe Pittsburgh just because of the where they're at regionally. But I think they hold at 18 for now. But the college football, everything is now on the table as far as how you're going to do things with um, conferences, with rivalry games. Some rivalry games are going to go away. I mean, you know, uh, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State, Bedlam, that's already uh, talked about, you know, the fact that Mike Gundy at Oklahoma State doesn't want to play necessarily Oklahoma anymore because they bolted for the SEC uh, for 2024. You've also got, you know, you're now losing Oregon-Oregon State. You're losing Washington-Washington State. Those games are gone, uh, and so, in all likelihood, I'm saying. So there will be situations now where college football traditions, college football rivalries, conference rivalries, all these things are on the table as far as for change, where it's going to go. And uh, as a CFP, the college football playoff, it now goes up to 12 teams in 2024. This year, 2023, is your last year of college football as you've known it in recent memory. Because this is the last year of the 14 playoff. This is the last year that the, the Pac 12 will exist. It's the uh, the final season of Oklahoma and Texas um, in the Big 12. And they're moving over, obviously, to the SEC. Those are all things that are going to happen no matter what. It's, it's 2024 will be a 12 team playoff and a lot of other differences involved. So, um, again, follow me on the X. I am at Fit Happens. And this, again, has been uh, the Buckeye Blitz on FanStream Sports, powered by DST Media. Thanks so much for tuning in. Next one we're going to do is about recruiting. There's been some tough news for Ohio State. Uh, We'll give an update on where things are with some players and what's happened in the last couple of weeks. We'll do that next on the next Buckeye Blitz. Again, thanks so much for tuning in.